Well, since January, we've been in a series about taking ground, and we're going to kind of pick that up again today. If I could have that first slide, please. So this was December 31st, 3 in the morning, and I didn't really intentionally get up on New Year's Eve for any particular reason, except I was hacking, and uh, I, I got some kind of respiratory deal that's been trying to linger for a few weeks, but... Three in the morning, I didn't want to wake Jan up, so I'm out there, and I thought, I'll just turn on Christian television, and uh, Jan and I, we record It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. Anybody seen that? And uh, so there's some powerful stories and testimonies, and so I'm praying, God, give me a healing testimony tonight in Jesus' name. And and, and I flipped it on, and uh, Dr. Michael Brown was speaking, and Dr. Michael Brown was one of the teaching pastors during the Pensacola revival that hit uh, down there in Florida, and from the, I think it started in, I think it was like 94, 95, 96, and went for a while. And uh, then he started a school revival from there. But Michael Brown was sharing his story about, uh, you know, being in the Word, being excited, being, you know, motivated for revival. But what he said, I started, he said, I, I, I was paying attention to the spiritual side thing, but I was letting my health go. And so he was, I don't remember, he, I think he said he was like almost 90-some pounds overweight. He said, there's a pizza parlor that I would go to on the way to, to Bible school. He said, I think I calculated I ate 3,000 pieces of pizza from that place. Anyway, he got under conviction. I'm going to show a little clip from him in a few minutes. But he started talking about how the Lord started dealing with him about taking care of his health. Now, there's, there's many things I share up here that I, I feel like I got a fairly good handle on. And I can't say I've arrived at this one at all. I'm, I'm trying to slim down. I, I participated in our fast and almost got to my first goal. I was about a half a pound off. I thought I might get there today. But anyway, I, I don't have this wired. But I tell you what, in this season of life, I'm trying to grow in this idea and this area of taking ground in my health. Anybody with me? See, when we started Agape, we, uh, I was 30 years old, and uh, our pastor back then was a proponent for eat healthy eating. But even back then, we'd kind of joke. It's like, uh, well, you know, I, I, if I gain it, I'll lose it. If uh, something happens to me, we'll just believe God for healing. And uh, so that mindset really um, of, hey, man, I got to be a better steward over my health really didn't start sinking in until a couple key things happened. And uh, one of those things I was at with Dr. Ale Gill and Big Bear, I think I was in my late 40s then, I went down for breakfast and there's a gal that was attending the seminar and I found out she was like 82. She looked like she was early 60s. And so her and her friend are sitting at this table. I'm sitting across, and I ordered breakfast, and I can't remember, but I can imagine mine's bacon and eggs, whatever. She's got this jar of barley green sitting on her table. And she says to me, I asked her what it was, just making conversation. She started explaining how it changed her health, and she said this. She said, just the time that you, you met a God, I'll talk she's like this, just like the time you met a God, think you know something about him, you go ahead and die because you don't take care of your health. It was like, ouch, hallelujah. And, and, and so it was a rebuke about that. Well, then uh, right after that, I go to Korea with Dr. A.L. Gill, and uh, we did some conferences there, and I was just really assisting him, and I was working out in the gym one morning. And there's a guy in the gym, Korean guy, and, and I don't mean to mock here, but he, he says, and I'll try his accent, but he said, I measure you? 
And at first, I wasn't sure what he meant, but he, he was the trainer there, so he does the body mass measurement and height, weight, and all that, and I'm working out, and then he says, I show you? And I say, okay, and he goes, you obese. <laughs> and, and what? Card key? What? A room key? No, you obese. And at first, it was just hard to believe it. It was... It was, it was because, you know, I mean, I've put, I'll, I'll blame it on genetics because my twin brother has a similar figure. And some of us are fighting genetics. And so some of us, you know, you're, we'll never probably be like we hoped we'd be. But it's not just about size because any body shape can get healthy. Amen? Any body shape can, can steward our health in a better way. It was more about the things that started sinking in as blood pressure was rising, cholesterol was higher, stuff that was happening where I felt, Lord, God, I, I need some help in just getting some of these things in control. And December 31st, I was in that place that said, we're going into fasting in our church and prayer in our church, but you know, as, as leaders, as those that should encourage our church in a, in a time when... Uh, just the health overall, I think I even have a statistic, well, I'll get there in a minute, what's going on in just the healthcare industry and our national health is on decline that we should pay attention to as the people of God. Anybody with me this morning? So this is what, what John prayed. John, the, the apostle John, close to Jesus' heart, he said, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and what? And be in health, what? Just as you're soul prospers. So it starts up here. It starts about just having an understanding, having a care, having a concern about taking care of ourselves and and how to do that. He said that you would prosper and you'd be in health, but it starts in your soul. It starts about seeing it right, not being in denial about some of these things, but being seekers concerning what's a plan that could work for me, what's a program that could work for me. God, how do you want to help me in this area of my life? Are you okay with that? No judgment this morning, no condemnation. I I just feel as if we're trying to take ground, we should pay attention to the physical side, not just the spiritual side as well. Amen? Are we all right? Read the last one with me. Wisdom will multiply your days and what? Add years to your life. So Solomon said it, it, it's wisdom, it's the application of knowledge, because there's, there's different body types in here, there's different metabolisms in here, there's different blood types in here, there's different foods that, that help some and, and maybe others are allergic to, there, there's so many different things that happen in our systems, we need to get wisdom concerning these things, amen? And so he said, with wisdom, you get wisdom, it'll multiply your days and add years to your life. I want that. With long life, Psalm 91 says, with long life, he will what? Satisfy us and reveal or show us his salvation. So let me ask you this. What's your attitude this morning? If it's about your soul prospering, What's your attitude about health today? And I just got a couple ideas, and you might fall in between here, but some have said to me even, I know good people who ate right, exercised right, lived right, and they still died prematurely. So when it's your time to go, you go, so I don't think much about my health. It's kind of a fatalistic idea that, uh, you know, going to eat, drink, and be merry, surely you're going to die. And so some of us have maybe maintained that idea that, you know, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But somebody brought it up in a Daybreak Chapel. They said, well, if you had that same attitude about your car, and you said, well, it's going to die, it's going to die, you never changed the oil or checked the oil, you never serviced it, you never lubricated the right parts, you never put air in the tires, 
Would you have that attitude about your car? Well, just neglect it, and when it's going to die, it's going to die. Is that healthy to have about your car? How about this, the temple of God? Amen? The temple. We'll get there. Some people might have this idea. Physical health is important, but it seems like health experts are always changing their minds about what is good or isn't good for people. So I just hold to the principle, everything in moderation is okay. And that's true. There's confusion that always comes. How many heard this week that coffee was bad for you the past week? Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. What? It's a lie. It's a conspiracy from the tea industry. I know it is. Because a year ago, coffee was okay, full of antioxidants and all that. So this week, they had something about the processing that's a carcinogen, and they want to put Prop 65 on my coffee cup. No way. Not going to happen. Anyway, some of us, they say there's so much confusing information. How do I even know what to do with it? Well, that might be part of next week. And the other part is some said, I, I've made my physical health a high priority. I'm seeking God's help and making good decisions and, and changes to stay healthy. Is anybody there this morning? We're, we're cognizant and we're mindful. And we say, I got to be a steward. I, I, I want to just not live a long life, but I want to live a healthy life. How many have stuff to live for in here? How many have purpose to live for? How many have things that God's spoken to you that you want to see fulfilled and done? Well, it's worth keeping our health. Amen? It's worth, I'm still chasing grandbabies. I got mission things. I got to be healthier in this transition than I, than I, I have been. I got stuff we need to do. And so I, I want God's help. I want God's help in it. Amen? And, and last but not least, some might say, I, I've made my physical... Oops, next one. I want to take better care of myself, but I feel like I lack the knowledge and the willpower to take ground in this area. And, and some might be there. The amazing thing in our church, there's people right now who have beat cancer by nutrition and doing things nutritionally. There's people here who have skill in training in that. Some have skill in stretching in, uh, in Christian Pilates or yoga, that things about taking care, maintaining your health. How do you de-stress? There's people here available, and I'm believing we can connect some of the, the knowledge in this place. Next week, I'm going to do a little panel to talk about that, but connect the people that need help with the people that have the knowledge. Would that be okay? We could help one another and grow forward in this. Amen? Let's look at, this is just a statistic losing ground in our health. Life expectancy in the U.S. has dropped again following last year's decline. So after two decades of positive uh, moving forward in life expectancy, the last two years we've showed a decline, and it's just in months. And so uh, they're saying there's a, you know, a, a troubling development or trend linked to a panoply of worsening health problems in the U.S., rising fatalities from heart disease, stroke, diabetes, drug overdoses, accidents, other conditions cause a lower life expectancy. And so right now, for men, the age expectancy is 76.5 years, 81.2 for women. And God said with long life, right, he'd satisfy us. Now, now, yeah, 120. Now, that's about a five-year difference. And this is a little rabbit trail, but I started asking myself, why do men, or women live longer than men? And there's lots of reasons, but here's a couple. Uh, this, uh, do not approach wildlife. And, and so just, just, just a couple reasons why women might live longer. This is men doing... Uh, uh, a repair job. This is a man mowing his hedge. Uh, I know there's a woman empowerment movement right now, and, and men, this is why. 
These things are why the women need to rise. It's way overdue. Here's, oh, oh, I got it. This is Elias Levinway, it looks like, jumping over his family. No, no, no. I don't know if you're here, Elias. Just kidding. But, uh, but this, uh, I look at that and I say, why? Look at the guy in the pink shirt. If you're close, you can see his face. It, it's, it, I, never, never, it's not going to go good. That's not going to go good. And this guy... There's an OSHA-approved painting team right there. And so why do women live longer than men? Well, there, there's, there's reasons. Let's, okay. <laughs> that thing about wisdom in the beginning, about getting wisdom, yeah. Note to self, wisdom. Here, oh, this is going to work out well. Here, just lower it on us. Just, just, and these guys started in college, so... Note to self, right there. Anyway, back on track. Okay. This is, speaking of, so this is the recent food pyramid that uh, was published as well. And at the top, see this fruit and vegetable-based snacks, one to two servings. So then we have the fruit chews are are now part of the pyramid. Pasta rice uh, servings, two to three a day. Well, we have Wonder Bread. And then over here is... Uh, Coke, Powerade. Here, yogurt, cheese, uh, three to five services. Well, now we have Baskin Robbins as well as Skittles and Yoplait. Anyway, that's, that's kind of the uh, current dietary trend. We ask why our life expectancy is decreasing. This guy, his, uh, his let's see, Oliver, Jamie Oliver, he's uh, called him a hamburger chef. He's been fighting a battle with McDonald's and other food chains about the stuff they've been putting in hamburgers, and this was just some 2016, uh, he said the fatty parts of the beef are washed in ammonium hydroxide and then used in the filling of the burger, making them unfit for human consumption. So when they're preparing the meat, it's something called like a pink slime or pink sludge. They wash the meat, and it helps fills in all the little cracks. Well, some of that's ammonium hydroxide, which is... uh, not, not made for human consumption. Anyway, it says because of the whistleblowing there that uh, McDonald's, so it's 2016, not sure what they've changed since then, but they're, they're changing the way they're, they're doing their burgers. This is the other reason why we have problems is this in 1950, so the average size french fries, 2.4 ounces, burgers were 3.9 ounces, sodas were 7 now, French fries, 6.7, three times. Burgers, 12 ounces, almost a two and a half, or three and a half, four times. And then sodas used to be seven ounces. Now it's 42 ounces. So that's supersized, and we wondered why we're supersizing people, huh? It's challenging, but I, I, I think for me, you know, conviction comes when you hear and you hear and you hear and uh, be willing to make some adjustments. So... What do you think? Something we should uh, start looking at personally? Anybody? Okay, just give me a couple. I'm going to cut it off here early. Just give me the next slide or two, and I want to just wrap this up. Why take ground in our health? Why do it? Say stewardship with me. Can you read this passage with me? Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own, for you are bought with a price. What's the last one say? So glorify God in your body. And so uh, we talked about a daybreak chapel that scripture even says, now that I've given myself to Jesus, I'm, I'm just a steward. This is a loner. Somebody said it's like a car. You don't own it. You're on lease. And so uh, you and me are responsible to take care of this body because it's the only one we have. Amen? 
And then when you think about how God in the Old Testament, he, when Solomon went from tabernacle, David and Solomon tabernacle, to temple, when God told him how to build the temple, it was with precious things. He, he said, line it in gold. I, wa- I want you to, when you come into my temple, I want you to have a mindset about it that this is a precious thing, precious place. This is a holy ground. And so when we start switching up our mindsets that this, this is not a trash can, this is a temple of the Holy Ghost. This is not a dumpster. This is, this is supposed to be a place where God's spirit dwells and where he can work through me and in me and with me. And when we renew our mind to those things, have a greater appreciation for our bodies, I think, and it can affect how we treat it. Amen? The scripture says here, this is, or, or, or why, why be healthy? Uh, being healthy is being a good witness. You shall receive power to be witnesses. How many believe God want us to, wants us to be witnesses? He said here, 1 Peter 2, live as people who are free. And I heard over and over what Mike uh, Brown said. He said, it was just the idea of being free, not feeling like I was just being pushed around and a slave to my appetites. Uh, and not just food appetites. There's sexual appetites. There's you know, there's alcohol, there's drugs, there's those things that are addicting. But when we're free, whom the sun sets free is what? Free indeed. So there's something about just a, a, a positive, strong, healthy witness when we're living free. Titus 2.6 says, likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but what? But a power, love. Some translations say self-control there, discipline, sound mind. It's, it's all rooted in the same uh, uh, Greek word, but God's given us just discipline, self-control, a sound mind, and how to approach those things. Because how many believe God wants us healthy? And I, I, and I believe that. And so we pray for healing around here a lot. We pray for healing, but a, a, a step above healing is what? Good health. And so it's taking care of our health. I'm not going to go into Daniel right now. So he said it over and over, you and me need a plan. And so we're not going to talk about that part today. There's the need to messages sometimes and the how to messages. And I felt like just because of these encounters with God, it's an encouragement to start taking inventory and start seeking things that will work for you, that will work for me, that are sustainable. Say sustainable. See, binge dieting usually isn't sustainable. I've lost... I could say I probably lost 150 pounds in my life, 10 pounds on, 10 pounds off, 10 pounds on, 10 pounds off, and, and so I've been in that. I, I need something that's going to work, that's healthy, that's edible. I'm not sure in our house we could ever get rid of dark chocolate, could we, dear? A- anyway, <laughs> secret food stash, dark chocolate. I mean, um, how, 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 sorry, A cheap shot. Oh, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay. Anyway. Moving on. Next slide. Anyway, so even Jesus made his guys eat breakfast. This was, is this was after he was raised from the dead. He's on the beach. His guys show up, and he said, come. Before he even commanded him, told him what to do next, he said, come on, guys. Come and eat some breakfast with me. Just a side mark. Come on. This is the last one. Stand up with me, and we'll read this together. This is out of the Message Bible. Can we read this together? May God himself... The God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body, and keep you fit for the coming of our master, Jesus Christ. The one who called you is completely dependable. If he said it, he'll do it. If he said it, he'll do it. He'll help you. He'll help me. 
How many believe that he's a helper? He wants to help us get fit. He, he'll give us a plan. He'll empower us. He'll strengthen us. And so that's my prayer as we end it. I want you to know as well, Wednesday night, our life group, we've been talking about this, just people fighting sickness and different stuff around. We're going to just come together for healing prayer, a time just for some testimonies. Uh, Agape healing team, some of the members will be here, Don and Sophie Waldo. God uses them in different places, bringing healing. We're going to have a time of ministry and prayer for healing on Wednesday, and uh, we just invite you to come out to that. Here's the closing prayer. It says, Lord, I recognize... That last was a declaration. Here's a prayer. Okay, so, so there's two different things, right? So, Lord, I, I'll read it first, and if you want to pray it together, we're going to end with this. Lord, I recognize my body's not my own, but I'm called to be a steward over it. I'm a temple of your Holy Spirit. Help me to see myself that way. And give me the wisdom and discipline to take care of myself in a way that will be pleasing to you and beneficial for the plans you have for me. Thank you for a health plan that fits me and the grace to make it happen. I want to shine for you. In Jesus' name, love your favorite kid, me. Come on, you want to pray that together? Come on, let's pray it. Come on. Lord, I recognize my body is not my own, but I'm called to be a steward over it. I am a temple of your Holy Spirit. Help me to see myself that way. Give me the wisdom and discipline to take care of myself in a way that will be pleasing to you and beneficial for the plans you have for me. Thank you for a health plan that fits me and the grace to make it happen. I want to shine for you in Jesus' name. Love your favorite kid. Amen? Now, look, as next week, I'm going to have a few people up here sharing what they did, how they did it. But if you want to help with this, if you have an idea, testimony, things that really helped you, and I can help connect people or we can help connect people that are uh, trying to take ground and people that have taken ground, uh, I know Rita Mills is going to share and Rita's done some cooking and some refashioned how she cooks. Bonnie's done some of the same. There's people in here, Tom Dawson, uh, doctors. Bad prognosis. I don't know if it was stage three or four, but now he's cancer-free. And part of that prayer, uh, seeking God, taking inventory, getting rid of stuff in his life, and, and, and eating the right way, he, he took ground. And now he's healthy and still serving Jesus. And so we, we want uh, people that you've, you've, you're doing it. Maybe you're not 100%. You haven't mastered it. I haven't mastered it, but I know what the pursuit's supposed to be now. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for health. I thank you for life. I thank you for strength. I thank you for victory. I thank you for grace for those that recognize and, and are even frustrated where they are. As you broke through from Michael Brown, you're no respecter of persons. I pray grace and strength over that one today that says things are going to change. And, Lord, I need your help. I need your grace. Lord, I need your anointing to help me. Lord, those that are asking for a plan that works for them, I pray you'd supernaturally lead them. You told us to ask, seek, and knock. It would be answered. I pray the discipline, the per- just the perseverance to keep asking, seeking, knocking till we find what's going to work for us so we can be, uh, uh, just grow as temples of the Holy Spirit. We can grow in those, that understanding, Lord, and be strong and healthy to serve you and make a difference to the people around us in Jesus' name. Amen.